Bam, 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 bam. It's I'm working on a theme song. What do you think? I like I like the rhythm so far. How did you do it? How did I do what? How did you get me to go from wanting nothing to do with anything more than just hanging out with you to feeling as though I'd be a silly silly boy to stop seeing you and then knowing as a decent human being I shouldn't waste anybody's time how'd you do it I think I just stuck around I mean I'm dating you this is wild we are dating you trapped me well if that's how you want to look at it you trapped me I know you did (laughs) there's only one there's only one a few people that I'm worried about that I I was talking to a few people. I was I was single. Mm-hmm. So I was talking yeah. to a few people. As was I. Congrats. <laughs> and I didn't really know how to go about do you reach out to them to to tell them? Or mm. you just let it you let it fade. Yeah, well now you're announcing it on a public platform. I know, but life's short. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to be I'm gonna be loose. I'm gonna be loosey goosey. Yep. And if you heard a noise about twenty seconds ago, that was Lucy making a big old groan. Don't be stiff. Be loose. Yep. So the first one that the first recording we did together, you just kinda talked about your cancer story and everything and Mm-hmm. Yep. Little introduction. Would you feel kind of listening back to that and even kind of telling it what what kind of came out of that for you? Well, it sounds so not rehearsed, but I've said it so many times. But each time that I tell the story, there's more details that I can add and more things that I can remember. But I was glad in the first recording that that wasn't all that we talked about because I don't want it to be just. Right. You know. It's not the only experience I've had. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. We are, we've got to, we've got to put some ground rules. And by ground rules, I just mean we've got to kind of ground this conversation because what's the big anxious rush of talking on a platform that will go public mm-hmm. to a recording that is taking down what you're saying and you got to be careful about what you're saying what's the what's the anxiety there yeah is it if there's no direction who knows where it's going to go like what what are you feeling as far as you know being a guest yeah well it is your podcast and i am a guest on it and i i agree i think some ground rules for the conversation is a good idea cuz we just have so many different ways that the conversation could go. Yeah. The good news is no matter how slow and herky-jerky the start has been, we <laughs> will pause it because there is some dinner on the way. And Lucy is just pacing like a mad woman. So she's probably going to have to go outside. <laughs> so ground rules. Yep. That's a good... To me, that sounds like this this old random thing of mine actually is going to have some potential. If it's going to have structure. It hasn't had structure. It's been everywhere. 
memories, you know, as far back as like six years ago. And then uh, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. things like, you know, yeah, it's been, it's been everywhere. Thoughts on life. I don't know if I like the, uh, the, what's this called? The windscreen. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. I think it looks very cool and professional. I feel, I like, feel like, like a it, singer. It makes me feel like I, I'm like on a sl- like slow jazz radio show or something. Like I've got to like really, really draw everything out. I've just got to like, just got to go for it. You know, I, you got to help. You got to help me push on this. Ground I feel rules. like I'm pushing. I'm, we both got to push. Okay. I can't be the only pusher. Okay. Because that's what makes these fun. Yep. Is there's a push to it. You know what I was also I was also thinking about when I was joking the other night when I took the like cover of the microphone and I was like going back and forth like it was just the microphone. Yeah. Was the biggest difference about podcasts is we're both equipped all the time. It's not like there's this I'm truly the host or you're truly the interviewee because at any any moment you can interject. Whereas old school, I'd have to like cue and move the microphone. Oh, like the pass back and forth. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're both live. Yep. Just conversation. It's like if I was like, hey, do you want to do an interview with me? Here's your microphone. Right. And now it's like, I've got to be ready to say, I've got to be able to like banter. That's a whole different dimension to interviewing. Bantering in the interview? Witty banter. Which is so weird because... I don't think we talked about this on the last. What do you do for your career? I interview. So God, you know, for for sake of, you know, being uh, politically correct. Gosh forbid. Okay. We have an interview where you don't know, like, what you're listening for. Yep. In a question. True. So this is, I mean, if there's anybody who this is really stepping out of the comfort zone. This is actually taking what you do day to day to day. It's kind of breaking it a little bit. Yeah. And it's saying, I know active listening, you think it's your thing. But what about active bantering? Yeah. And by default, would bantering be active? No pressure. No pressure. So you recently, well, I mean, we live kind of close now. Yeah. I just moved to Lincoln Park. We're both in Lincoln Park. Shout out to Lincoln Park. I love it. Do you think Lincoln Park has ears? Yeah. Definitely. Do you think Lincoln Park would wear the the headphones that go in your ear or wear the ones around your ear? Oh, in for sure. Wireless or old school? Uh, I would say wireless. I would say pretty modern. You know what I've been seeing more recently is uh, people with the wire. Like Are the one that goes that? B- behind, no, like old school, wire. like the old school, like Apple ones yeah. from like the commercials with like the have silhouettes you, dancing. Yeah. Have yep. you, have you been seeing those? I actually have now that you're saying that I haven't seen a couple of people. Are they coming back? I don't know. I missed that memo. If that's, if that's a thing. I threw it away. They never, they I never worked for me those. anyway. You've like really just moved in. Yeah. Like you're like, still putting stuff away. Yeah. Yeah. Like I still have to get boxes out of the apartment that are empty now. And a couple of things I have to go buy, light bulbs, things like that. We almost got your standard 75 watts. <laughs> but I, as we were standing by the light bulbs, I was like, that's going in a ceiling fan. I'm going to guess. 
Those are some tiny bulbs. Yeah. No, that was a good call. Although and we probably we should have grabbed some anyway, because I need light bulbs for my bathroom now as well. And those are standard. And my lamps. You yeah, you only had one of only one light bulb worked. Yeah, and I didn't notice that until yeah, today. Pretty. How was the uh the AC unit a little bit later? It's doing well. It's doing well. Okay. Definitely living up to the potential that it was supposed it would, to be. I mean, it, it looks... I was worried. It's, it's cute, tiny. It's a cute unit. It's tiny. <laughs> She's a cutie. Yep. And Small but mighty, I think. Yeah. It's the Small name of the game. Mighty. I've, been, I've been called that a, a time or two. So it's at 30... Right. We're at 32 minutes, okay. which... Not of the podcast. Nope. We're at 32 minutes of the chicken that's cooking. Of dinner. Of dinner. So we're going to put a pause on this, and then when we get back, we're going to talk ground rules. Okay. Okay. You really hit that hard. Yeah, that was not intentional. I think I was just excited about chicken. When I stopped the recording on you saying that, the first thing I thought was you probably sounded ridiculous. And that would be accurate. But I didn't say anything. But we just listened back to it. And I, this this is the first you're hearing my comments on that. Yeah. Chicken was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Lucy did go outside, so I don't have to worry about her. But <laughs> ground rules. Right back at it. Okay. We didn't take a damn break. Locked in. Ground rules. I don't think work should find its way. At, at least work specifics. I this. I absolutely agree. Right. Although you did bring up what I do a few minutes ago. Yeah, but you could say that I'm in sales and I sell to dentists. Okay. That's, that's fine. Okay. Fair. But specific encounters or specific people, that's a no-go. Agreed. As with... and. I'm getting better. I don't name drop anymore. Yep. So, you know, I don't see that as an issue, but still got to mention as a ground rule. The other thing is, I think it's your turn now to say a rule. Okay. What do you think? Don't, I think that we shouldn't slip into like a monotonous schedule. Oh, it's Thursday, and I've been pretty good about posting these Sunday or Monday, so I've already got that one taken care of. Check. Do you mean like, oh, it's Thursday, I got to do one? More on just like the day-to-day type of routine. Oh, you don't want to get into like, so what do we do every Tuesday? Yeah. Here's what I don't want. I don't, or I guess here's what I want. Is I want to, I want to talk on how much we pride ourselves on not being like the stereotypical, like throw up in your mouth type of relationship. Like we don't hold hands. We do no, we We don't. Really don't. We've tried. (laughs) It's terrible. It's not good. Nope, doesn't work. And I shove you when we're walking next to each other. I'd say sixty percent of the time. I get but the other forty percent, but you check me. I do hard. Yep, I I'm do. Good balance. <laughs> nope. It's kind of embarrassing. I've got a good. Yeah, I've got good you, grounding. You, oh, you got a good base. I yeah. You got a good base. Comes from rowing, right? Well, basketball. I played basketball too. Really? Yeah, in high school. Did you dribble with your elbow really high? Like I most didn't. High school. I didn't dribble. No. I was a center. I never no. I never was dribbled. it a hook or was it a layup? What was the the go to? Um, both. I would say I would say both. 
Okay. This was like sophomore year of high school. This was not. I played. You know what? That's interesting. I played basketball my sophomore year. Oh, you! Then, I thought you would have a better base then. No, my <laughs> football coach came over my sophomore year in the middle of a basketball practice of high school. Yeah, and he said, "Hey," or I might have been in a workout. I don't think he would have just blatantly interrupted a practice. I think I was just working out, and he's like, "Hey, you know, come." come over here and i was like yeah what's up coach he's like i just want you to consider taking the sport that you'll probably get recruited for more seriously mm. and at the time i was like oh wow does he see potential in my basketball career and then <laughs> jokes on you it was it was a lack of and base then, you had no base yeah and then i said, couldn't box anyone out i said no you're right coach that's why you know i, I practice free throws and then he said something <laughs> like i'm talking about football <laughs> so i really didn't pick up what he was putting down yeah but he wasn't wrong no i kind of did the same thing i stopped all three sports i played in high school to start rowing my junior year wow so you're like one of those you're like blindside you picked well. up an oar <laughs> nice and, and then you just you took off yep do you know that that guy it was uh michael Orr, the guy from blindside it was like it, it made like um just a quick blurb at the time that he started getting shit for that movie because I think it, you told me about this made him look not the smartest well, I don't think that was the point of it. They it just, actually he, had a scene. Yes, I've seen the movie several times. A sailboat because, on the back of a test. Yeah, that's that's low to depict someone's intelligence in they high had, school. That instead of completing a test, he just drew a stick figure sailboat. I guess he was getting. They they had to I have a storyline and overcoming. Yeah, but with he did not like schooling. how they depicted. He wrote a book. Yeah, like he did all this stuff, and then it made it look like he drew sailboats on the back of test. Well, so I don't think you were as blindsided, but you were—you got an interesting schooling situation. Are we gonna go back to ground rules? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so you don't want to dive into like no, personal I'm, life. No, more than happy to talk about my schooling. Okay, what's a ground rule? Though? Are you, do you mean like the homeschooling part? Yeah, the the, the homeschooling. The homeschooling. Part, the, part, the fact that I was homeschooled. You're like one of those. You're one of those. I know. I know. Did you know how to interact with people? Yes. Yes. When did you go into like? I really school? do. I mean, no, no I, shade I'm on anybody who's homeschooled. Spot, am I? But by bringing up, okay. No, no shade on anyone who's homeschooled. But I do pride myself that people are like, "Oh, really?" When I tell them that I was, because I don't come across like I was. If that makes any sense. What was the biggest hurdle going into at what age? Okay. What was the biggest hurdle yes. going into the schooling system? This is a great question. Okay, so I was homeschooled from fourth to eighth grade. Okay. So pretty formative but pretty formative years that I, I was not around kids my own age, other than like the yeah. homeschool co op and like church. Yeah. And summer camp, which you recently learned about. Summer camp. My summer church camp. Bible. Bible camp. Church camp. Yeah, church camp. Where so, you you found out that you had a twin, and then you realized you both like peanut butter and Oreos. Yep. It was a rainy day. It was. And for some reason, they still had that treehouse. We were in seclusion together. And you were like, wait, you have like a butler made thing? That's crazy. Yep. Wait, 
Where were you from K through th- third? So kind of all over the place. So, so um, kindergarten. Really, you know what this shows me? We're this really, is when we're not on a podcast. We're great at like discovery questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just talk about if holding hands is a thing or not. Which it's not. So K through third. Yeah. Okay. So so kindergarten, I was in Virginia, where my family lived in Virginia. Okay. That so was kindergarten. Okay. First grade, I was in Kathmandu, Nepal. Kathmandu. Yep. Capital of Nepal. Okay. And then second and third grade. Where's Nepal? Nepal is next to India. India. The subcontinent of India. So okay. South Asia. Okay. What did you eat? Rice and lentils and vegetables lentils. and chicken. I don't mind cold lentils. They're kind of, I like the mouthfeel. <laughs> They've got good mouthfeel. Kind of like porridge. Yeah, but they're like little beans. Mm-hmm. No, lentils are great. They're, they're better warmed up. No, I know. <laughs> Same with tempeh. And it's beans, T-M-P-E-H. which you also eat cold. I don't get it. If it's okay to eat cold, save yourself some time. <laughs> so. And then, then second you... through third grade in Elgin. Okay. In Elgin, where Elgin. I grew up the rest of my life there. Yeah. The whole so. growth rush. Okay. And so back to your original question of right. what was the hardest thing to get into after I actually went to like real school. Go back there. Yeah. Okay. So it was a good question. I wanted to address it. Thanks. I so get about one of those a week. When <laughs> good question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I went to high school, went to a private high school um, for like freshman through senior year, and the hardest thing was taking tests. Like that was a huge hurdle I had to overcome in what the was, first semester. What was more difficult? The, the first test of, I took was terrible. The I, amount of people that you were testing around, or the time constraint. No, I never took tests. So how did you get on to the next grade if you never got You just went through the, so went through the, so I shouldn't say I never took tests. I never took like structured tests, I guess. So you just go through the curriculum and like do homework and assignments, assessments, things like that. But it was never like a, like a test. Would you get like packets and packets of info when you were homeschooled and you just had to work through those? for weeks and weeks Mm, we did some packets for like the science courses but the whole curriculum was really heavily based on reading and writing so we did you also learn cursive in third grade i did learn yeah that was fourth grade yeah we did i did penman between really fun and super terrible and a nightmare yeah i did penmanship from fourth through eighth grade for cursive okay at your because of the school that, because of the curriculum that we used you had for to go, homeschooled you had to use cursive we didn't have to but we did a whole section on like you know what I didn't like the most about cursive the R's no I'm left handed oh so it just drags so just yeah so I'd be really be careful with like your with your my, pencil lick my right hand scraped it off my left yeah yeah terrible yep 
They are, I can imagine that. And notebooks. That would be tough. And notebooks. Although they do make left-handed notebooks now. I don't care. I, I, everybody told me that. Everyone oh. was like, oh, they make left-handed scissors and left-handed. I don't care. I'm not going to the, the left-handed store. Okay? Well, and you can't complain about it because they have made things to accommodate your non- But this is know. what would make a left-handed notebook stupid. Okay. Okay. If it has to abide within the three-hole punch on the left side- I've never bought one, but I only imagined when people told me about it, they would have to have perforation on the right side. Right. And then now you're handing in a piece of paper that makes no sense. Like I've got a notebook with just three holes on the outside of it and the the spiral on the other side. And then it's going to have this weird perforation on a side of the paper that paper normally doesn't have the perforation on. So it's just all around. It's a lose-lose. Just, just, just weird. If I really wanted to blend in, I'm either going to have the smeared ink or the perforated pages on the wrong side. Well, one could argue if you do the perforation tear correctly, you would never know. Come on. Well, you probably even, couldn't, but even you the, could. Even the most perfect torn perforations still have little frills. Little frills. You know what I really liked, though? When I was younger, was cleaning out the spiral after a ton of perforating. Yeah, that was because it has nice. all the little like teeth. Oh yeah, and it's like it's like um, that was kind of like the same feeling of like taking a big piece of meat out of crab leg. Okay, you know, yeah, you yeah. just get a good bunch of them. Yeah, and just slowly draw it. Did you ever try to do the perforations perfectly so you had that one long oh. line with all the little teeth in it from like a spiral notebook? No, I went the opposite. I tried to do them quickly, <laughs> and then <laughs> what happened happened. There was, um, you know, I'm a, I'm I'm a time guy. Yeah, but I had one of the slowest forties at Wyoming. I think it was then they knew it was my last year. <laughs> like, was it? It took him 20 seconds. He just walked it. No, I'm kidding. It wasn't that bad. But, no, I just, I had a, you know, I had a second shoulder surgery uh, my sophomore year. You know, I, uh, it was really difficult for me to put weight on. I got to 305 for like two days. Sophomore year? So I always nail it in. It's like, no, so so we'll get back to the, the homeschooling. But just as I'm kind of fresh on this, it was, and I'm not like, things are always going to come up and you have to fight through excuses. I get that. But sophomore year, I had a torn labrum. It was my right labrum. And I tore my left one in high school. Hmm. So I had that surgery. And then... uh. My junior summer, my junior to senior summer, no, sophomore to junior summer, that was when it was really intense workout. And then I actually had dehydration, muscle exhaustion, had to go to the hospital overnight. Yeah. So that was just a, that was this weird link between, I felt almost that I had like this conditioning of, no pun intended, I pushed myself and... I almost died in my mind. Mm -hmm. But there, a couple months after that had happened, there were more stories popping up of college athletes ending up in the hospital. Because of in workouts. some cases, I think there was a kid in, or an athlete in Oregon who actually died. Yeah. So with that kind of happening around when, it, when you know, I went to the hospital, I was like, geez. 
so then it was just after that fact it was it was weird to like break through if i push myself i'm not gonna die like i'll be fine but that was just you know so that made it really hard for me to really get after it because every sure. time i would like push i was like gotta be careful you had that fear kind of in the back of your head yeah yeah. And I actually am kinda, I, I'd like to say I think I broke through it. I've been doing hot yoga and just really, you know, seeing how far, you know, I can go as far as, um, I don't know, heat mixed with, you know, exertion. Yeah. You know? So testing, I have heard that as far as being homeschooled. Yeah. Because your environment's completely different. Was it fun or stressful at first to be at places like a lunchroom or a gym class? What was that like? Yeah. So I would say probably a mix of both. I mean, freshmen just in general on obviously the totem pole of high school are at the lowest point. So it's always just stressful as freshmen until you kind of get your bearings is with you like around you and and you can actually be like okay yeah like i know this is where we go this is what we do we didn't have gym class so i don't have to worry about that but cafeteria wise you know we all had little tables that all the freshmen had to sit at the little did tables did you have like the line to get food or did you have like yep, a little we had like, a line did you have like a little uh like you could open up a fridge and, and just pick stuff out and no we had a line we did have like a soup and salad and sandwich bar that you didn't have to wait in line for but then all the hot food there was a line did and you have i to wear uniforms no but we had a pretty strict dress code we had i had to wear uniforms yeah everyone's always surprised because i went to a private college prep school LG and they're Academy. like yeah they're like ah you didn't have to wear uniforms it's like no didn't have to wear uniforms but yeah pretty strict dress code and yeah it was a it was definitely an experience i loved it i loved high school i thought it was so fun small very small school though so you uh so ground rules you know bringing up siblings is that safe space absolutely so your youngest did she was she homeschooled at all she was homeschooled makes it sound like it's your daughter my youngest youngest sibling sister yeah, she was homeschooled for one one year, which would have been her kindergarten oh, that's time. Like, that's doesn't nothing. even really count. It's like yeah, an extended doesn't, babysitting. Era. Yeah, right, right. Doesn't really count. Yeah. So you got the. So you really, you really adapted well. You went through the whole. Switcheroo. I think so. I will say though, there was a huge difference from my like the person I was freshman year versus senior year. There were which there were homeschool kids next door to this one house that I lived at. It was my dad remarried, and we were at this. Um, it's just it the house with the pool. Gorgeous house. It had this in-ground pool and this big brick wall. And we had this like sidewalk walk up. So it had this big brick wall. It was like a retention wall in the front. And then where normally you would see a house with like a driveway and then like a yard and like kind of that slope Mm -hmm. because of the retention wall in the middle of this wall in front of the front yard was just a staircase. Oh, so it looked like an estate to the front door to sidewalk that now led to the front door. So it was up on a hill. almost. Yeah. Okay. And then you had a really steep driveway, and then from the driveway, a sidewalk that would go uh, parallel to the street. 
and would connect with the staircase sidewalk. Okay. House okay, on the so, Hill. Got so it. Kind of like a whole little. Great maze. description, by the way. Right. I can picture it very clearly. Well, these homeschool kids would bike on that sidewalk. Up the hill? They would go up our driveway. They would. <laughs> so what? Like, they are clearly like on our property. Yeah. It wasn't even like community sidewalk. No. And like that was past, just, past your wall, your defense wall. They well, would go up it. <laughs> yeah, but they. But here's the thing. It, because they were on their bike, it's not like they. They can't go down the stairs. You see how, like, so they just turn it around. Walk up the stairs. If anybody were to do anything on the stairs <laughs> or up to the sidewalk, you're here to see someone who lives in this house. Right. <laughs> and they would just bike up the driveway, go on the sidewalk, do a circle by the top of the staircase, go back out to the driveway. And we would just see this like. How old were these kids? I think maybe the oldest was homeschool grade six. So you have no idea what age they are. Who who knows? No. I, they could, could be, be anything because. They could be any age. Yeah. Yeah. But that's well, just, whenever I think of homeschooled. Yeah. Not a very good uh, kids. I rep. always think of. Yeah. Like, oh, you mean the bikers? Yeah. The people that didn't know what private property was. Yeah. Oh, you mean the kids that used our trampoline? No, Without asking. No, I'm Whoa. They didn't do that. But, Jumped in your pool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, homeschool. No, I get it. Like yeah. the world's your oyster. Mm. Gotcha. No, that was not. No, that was not my family. That's pretty cool, though, that you were able to just kind of dive into the pool of public schools. Well, private schools, but yeah, schools. Pri- yeah. And just, you know, do well. Do you think. That, well, it took a little bit of treading water before I was actually doing well. What do you but... think is more. Um, is easier going from homeschool to just staying with one school mm-hmm. or being in the schooling system the entire time but going to a bunch of different schools I would I would probably say being homeschooled for an extended period of time and then going to one school is easier is easier because yeah. you have enough time to acclimate I, I, I can only imagine you jumping around school to school having yeah. to acclimate with different so you, friends and teachers so and you, teaching styles and classes is, is what is yeah what okay so when i cry later i'll know why you'll understand yep okay yeah it was it was interesting it became something where it was and like, you were so young too yeah but here's here's the def- i guess i jumped around when i was young though because i went to like four schools what i was going to ask about k through third is you said you you were in virginia for a year and then you were in nepal which that I went to two schools. Kind of like homeschooling, based on what you've told me. No, at kindergarten very, I went to a public small, school. Kindergarten? Right? No, no, no. Kin- in kindergarten I went to a public school. How many? What? Like a? Like an actual public school. Oh. Yep. And then in Nepal, I was at one school for half the year. That was pretty tiny. It was almost like a Montessori school. It wasn't, but it. it Almost that picture was. of you and on then, an elephant, is that you and classmates? No. Uh, oh. And then the second half of the year, I went to an American school that was basically like a public school for all of, you know, I mean, anybody could go to it, but there were a lot of like, you know, international s- students, I guess, there. And it was, it was like public school. I remember that. It's like cafeteria and big yards to play in and stuff. So. Yeah. Lucy is quite the active pup tonight. Yeah, she is. She's pretty restless. 
Goalie down. So schooling. I mean, we we've definitely kind of seen some pretty interesting sides of it. Yeah. Schooling. I always loved the char- like the teacher characters that came out of the schooling systems. Yeah. Like you just always you either heard stories stories about them from like upperclassmen or you know what? Uh, I don't know. If that this is was, true. If this was the case for like your height, because you you went to a very small small school, your graduating class was like thirty. Twenty nine, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a freshman, I remember looking up at upperclassmen as if they were like forty year old men. Yes. Yes, like seniors. Like football players. Okay. Yeah, I had the same thing with so like volleyball or yeah, just all the seniors like walking around. It's like wow, they're going to college like. I'll never, wow. I'm never going to be that old. Those are adults. Yeah. And I'm. And they can drive and they carry purses around with them. Oh, okay. Like that was a big thing. Yeah. I didn't start carrying a purse until I was like a junior in high school. Yeah. I just remember some of the upperclassmen at my high school, they had like big souped up trucks. Yeah. Like smokestacks. Oh, wow. And I was like, wow. <laughs> They've made it. Yeah. <laughs> And then you got your Tahoe and was like just as big. Suburban. Suburban. That's a third rower. <sighs> Sorry. Don't bash on her. <laughs> Sorry. She was Veronica, then she became Big Bertha. Okay. My dad named her Veronica because the GPS system had this very like turn left. Right. Like this of, very like. Yeah. Oh, thanks. The pre Siri. Right. When they're like, why are we arousing all of our shit? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> And then they're like, let's throw some robot in there. Yeah. So she was Veronica. And then actually my old buddy from college, he drove my Suburban once when I went home for a winter break. And I came back and he was like, she's a tank, dude, big Bertha. And I was like, (laughs) I don't mind that. What is the deal? Can I ask you this? What is the deal with people naming their vehicles? My family has never been a part of that. And I know other families that are. And I just, I don't. Do you want to open this up? I don't get it. You want to open this can? I don't know. Do I? It's We're diving deep on this one. Okay. Okay. So I have this whole thought about cars and why they have this like upstanding in our society. Hmm. I think it's because... They're completely Someone necessary and we 100% rely on them. Driving, well, not 100%. Well, You'd upset a lot of city folk who have given up driving. That is that is true. For But for the majority of like the United States compared to some it's other because countries. Because everything's so damn spread out. I know. It's, yeah. No, I, I know why it is. Please continue. So when someone told me this, I might have been in high school, might have been in college. I don't know. They said driving is 90% mental and 10% physical. Mm -hmm. And that completely changed how I think about, okay, how, okay, I've got one foot that I'm kind of barely really stressing. Yeah. It's kind of a tap. And then steering, you're just doing this correcting thing. Right. Other than that. Yeah. Yeah. You have to turn. I get that. And you kind of turn your head a little bit. Yeah, but it's like, okay, you've got like three things. You've got a steering wheel, a pedal, you know, depending on... Two pedals. Well, one at a time. And a turn signal if you're, you know, a good driver. Yeah. Weather permitting, windshield wipers. And then beyond that, it's just extra. Like, you know, you can listen to music, you can 
you know, you got to check your mirrors. I get that. But it really changed how I thought about when you're kind of like locked into your car and I drive a lot. So the other thing is there are times and, and we've all I mean, you could talk to anybody who's driven more than a year and you could have the conversation of do you ever have those times where you're driving on a road, you know, really well and you're thinking, was that a red light? Mm. And you kind of zone out and you kind of just like you go. And so it made me think when we drive, do we feel like we're part of the car because we have to make sure we're not getting too close to other cars? Like really think about it. When you're, when you're driving, could you say with how easy you like go autopilot, you aren't like, you don't connect with just sitting there being comfortable you're always separated from your vehicle. Like you're telling like with the look you have on your face, you're making it seem like it's so out of this world to think you kind of have like a, a melding happen because you just kind of zone out. Yeah. I think that's why people name their cars. Oh, because got it. it becomes like a part of them, their mental their experience. Process. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because as far as, like a conscious thought goes, you get in your car, it's like a whole different zone. It's a whole yeah. different atmosphere. You're like, got to get my music going, got to get the AC right. So it's just like, it's a way to like connect. Mm-hmm. Because you want to make sure that, you know, my car, gorgeous QX60, which mm-hmm. I'm going to, someone found, someone once found out it was used. Yep. And their response after I said it was a used car was, it's used. Unacceptable. I loved my car. And then that comment was heard. Yeah. And now I like it going back to love. Okay. Because after that was said, I I got in my car and I was like, it's used. Oh, that's so sad. I know. The power of words. It's a great car. I know. So I called her Betty. Black Betty. Bam, yep. bam. So when I get, when Betty and I get cruising, yep. I want to make sure Betty stays safe. I want to make sure Betty stays clean. Mm. I want to make sure if there's something wrong with Betty, I get her fixed. She gets taken care of. So it's the, it's the connection to it. I guess that's, yeah. No, I appreciate that explanation. Okay. Definitely get it. I definitely get it. I can sympathize once again. Do you feel like... Uh, a disdain for people who name their cars? No, no, I don't. I feel a disconnect because I can't relate to that. Okay. That's that's where I feel. And then the other thing that I find just a little bit strange, and I don't think you do this, but when there's like a, a family that I'm interacting with and they will refer to all of their cars by the car's names, like, oh, I need to move you know, Mary out of the driveway so we can get Phil in there. That's where I have quite a bit of disconnect. I like I've never once had that conversation. And it's like mom, dad, and all the kids are all using these names. What you don't like is when people put their family stickers on the back of their car. No, not at all. It's like when they're like referring to the cars as like members of the family by their names. Yeah. Like in my family, it's like the Honda. The Toyota, okay, the Camry, well, like in the same light, as far as like things you don't connect with, I don't connect with tattoos. I admire them. 
Mm-hmm. I think they're great. But when I sit back in the idea of like, we can remember things. Sure. If you choose the route of in remembrance. Mm. In memoriam. Right. I don't get why you wouldn't want to have a celebration of what your mind could do. <laughs> or a picture. And remember those things. Yeah. Not to, listen, not discrediting anybody's memoriam, memorial tattoo. Mm-hmm. We all have different strokes for different folks. But that's my thought on it is I just, I've never understood it. I've never understood the value in like, just inking up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's no fault. But much like you don't, like, naming a car to me, easy peasy. Yep. Gotta name it. I'm paying enough. What would you name my car? Well, it's, uh, honestly, in the Park Chicago app, it's just rental. Because it's not even your car. It's through work. Yeah, but so I'm the primary no, driver of it. You have no value. You have no like connection. There's no value for you in it. It's not like it's. What does my car look like? It would be called cop car. <laughs> it's it's a Ford. It's like the cop car. Yeah. You just get a light on it. You could probably. You know how they say like Jesus gives you five. I haven't five looked miles at an hour on Amazon for those limit. lights yet. Yeah, I don't know if you can. I don't know if it's legal. Probably I not think for the spotlight. You can because I think it's just a utility thing. <laughs> but if we've learned anything from watching The Office, the second you put a red light on your hood, you're getting pulled over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you've got to give up your machetes, <laughs> or at least get them out of the car before the cops pull you over. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I might get a peacock. Log in just to reaccess the office. You know, you can only watch season one for free and then you have to pay for the rest of the seasons. And then you just have it always? Yeah, I think can so. Can you download it off the app? That I don't know. Because I've got enough external hard drives. I think I would I would go about that. But I, if I pay for it, there's no issue there. I would agree. I, I hope so. I think so. that's the move. I think you just have to download it to always have them. And yeah. You don't have to be victim to another network switcheroo. Yes. Huh. All been victims of that. So, t- I I think it's kind of taboo to talk about if you like or don't like tattoos nowadays because of how common they are, which I don't understand. And I think it's be you know what if I had to dissect it, I think it's because sometimes, like for me to get a tattoo, it would have to like mountains would have to move in my life, yeah, for me to feel like I got to do it. And I think that some people go through that. Like they have to go through so much. Yeah. And then the tattoo is locking that in. Yeah. And I think that that's amazing. If you, if your life has presented you those events to give you that much feeling and to, you know, provide that much experience and you've got to get that tattoo, then go for it. Mm -hmm. I'm not bashing all of that experience in anyone's life. I'm just saying, can someone explain to me? When they took off and if, I don't know, I guess, you know what I'd be interested in? Like almost like a, a layout of like if surveys were taken. So first it'd be the history of a tattoo. Like when, I know you can go back time like stick and poke, right? I mean, uh, those, like thousands of years. Right. Yeah. But really like the different styles, 
the newer styles, mm-hmm. right? And we yeah. watched Ink Masters, so we, you know, like new school, traditional. Yeah. I think portraits are cool when they're done right. Black yeah. and gray look really good. Yep. But when did they really take off? And what are like the top five reasons people get them? I think. Yeah. I'm like sure you a, could find this. Yeah, like a information. memory. I think is well. Let's let's uh, speculate because speculating is fun now in 2021. Sure. Memory. <laughs> memory. I would say um, people like to be art. Like a. Piece I was gonna of say art. yeah, art. Yeah. Because art motivation. Get moved by. I mean, your friend, right? Yeah. To see a piece of art and want that. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Um. Other example if they drew it and they want that on them mm-hmm. that would be art again yeah i think tribal too if it's done right looks really good it's really clean so sometimes heritage yeah be a reason yeah um, there's a yeah ground rules talking about tattoos that we may or may not have is that open? Sure. So you got a simple one. I have I have one tattoo. You moved to St. Louis and you got Yep. The arch. I yep. Just a little black line. Yeah. It's very line. very simple. Yep. So were you which one which category would you say you were in? Was it Memoriam? Memoriam? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't okay. I guess, yeah, memoriam can be. It doesn't have to always be like a, a grieving thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, The other thing that I was going to put into that memoriam is if you have an experience or you live abroad or you travel or something yeah. like that. Like if a I, memory. If I studied in France. I get a baguette. To come home with, without a baguette <laughs> on my calf Ridiculous. would be a mistake. Right. I didn't. Well, I'm thinking I studied abroad in Copenhagen and everybody. So you got a a tin can of tobacco. What? Like uh, chewing tobacco. Is that a thing in Denmark? Copenhagen? You know what? That's a brand of chewing tobacco. Okay. Yeah. No. Everybody rides bikes there. Like bike biking is almost the only way to get around. Like you can have a car, but it's the Autobahn in Copenhagen. No. It's Germany. Oh. Um, so one of the people that I studied abroad with when we were there, she got a tattoo of a bicycle before she left. Was it like a stick figure bicycle? Was it like a detailed, you know, gears and everything? It was probably a mix of both. It was very like fine lines, but very clean. So I don't want to say like cartoonish. It was like hyper realistic. She got on the inside of her arm. By her on the inside of her elbow, like on the on her forearm, on the inside of her elbow, yeah, like down here. I think it went up her in this little fold. No, it was facing like the wheels were facing her wrist below the inside of her elbow. Yeah, why would any I was gonna say, oh my lord, that skin feels so loose and fragile. No, I think that would be a really good that that would be an easy place to get it. You get what I'm talking about. The inside of your elbow. Yeah, no, not there. Below it. Yes. Yeah, no, no, sorry. You first pointed there. (laughs) Sorry. That would be terrible. Yeah, no, that would not be the right move. Be like, hey, you know where they specifically... Lots of other people got tattoos, too. 
while I was there. Spend an hour and a half putting needles there. <laughs> on the forearm? No, they got it on their sides, on their back, their that hands. That you studied abroad with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were probably like six people out of when my did class. did you study abroad? Uh, fall of 2019. Um, was that like senior year? Mm-hmm. I never got that bug or I didn't have time for it. Yeah, it's it tough to being be an a athlete. Pretty heavily female driven thing. Yeah, they were to only study abroad. <laughs> yeah. What's that about? I I don't know. I think there are probably Explain that to me. I'm I I don't know. What is it? Is it like the the, the thrill of an adventure, the unknown? Maybe it was different at Wyoming. I think there's probably a good a good ratio from of from of people from Iowa that studied abroad. I'm going to tell like you male female that 96% of the people I've heard in my entire life who studied abroad female. And I'm leaving the 4% for the slight chance that you still meet somebody. Someone told me and I thought, "Oh, cool." Yeah. And it, was a, it was a guy. What's that about? I yeah, I don't know. We got to get some surveys out there. More people should study abroad. I loved it. I so highly encourage doing it. If you get the chance, if you get the chance and you're in a place where I you can do it. going to listen to this. And if we listen back, we're just going to take a trip there. What are we going to study? No, like my siblings, like I like my siblings oh. that are going to college, like try to study abroad at least one semester I or just half go a there, semester. Find a group. <laughs> Hope that they're studying abroad and just keep hanging out with them. Just join. <laughs> just hey, yeah. what, are, what are you doing? Oh, English major? You're in the right place. Yeah. A foreign country. I got to I gotta go to Europe. That'd yeah. Interesting. Never been? Never been. Wow. You know what? Life said, hey, Curtis, we're going to put you on a 13-hour flight. Where do you want to go? And I said, send me to Kenya. Yep. So that's. Europe's a little bit closer. That's my reach. Kenya. That's crazy. I don't think about that as often as I probably should. What an experience. Yeah. Do you ever get. Oh, I wanted to bring this up. And I think this might be connected to it, but it might not be. I was thinking today. When I was getting ready for a call with work, I'll keep it that big. Okay. Do you think it's helpful or reason to be skeptical that in today's day and age with whether you have like primarily an Apple phone or a Samsung phone and then you have all your others that... (laughs) We're all on the same clock. Essentially, like, a lot of the world Mm -hmm. is on the same clock. Think about a couple hundred years ago. Yeah. You just looked at the sun, set your little pocket watch, maybe. Yep. And then even go back from there, like, maybe you knew how to read the sun, maybe you didn't. Yeah. You were just, like, day-to-day living. And now we're on, like second to second because everything's just synced up through the internet so that made me feel pretty connected i gotta be honest yeah no that's 
I mean, that is, we're all on the same clock around the in- entire world. You don't so. think about it because it's just like, it is what it is. Yeah. Like you wake up, you have your, but think, but it's really like, like, look at the t- pun intended time in like years ago, hundred, hundred, you know? Well, I, I was reading a book. It was called, um, to, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Was it to, to kill a mockingbird? Is no, that no. I something about it. something. My about, school chose the great Gatsby. Nice. Yeah. I also have read what the great did he Gatsby. Say? Uh, old sport. Sport. Old sport. Oh, sport. But it's sport. When Leonardo DiCaprio kept saying, I was like, I gotta stop watching this movie. <laughs> so he said it so many times. Why did I go to the theater to see this? I yeah. I haven't seen it since. I saw it one time in the movie theater. I haven't watched it again. What did you read? Okay, so I read They were so sweaty in that one scene. <laughs> That's the other thing I remember. Oh god, I just wanted to give them a fan. <laughs> they were so sweaty. It, and they had to chip the ice off the block. Yeah. God. God. And no deodorant then. Really? I don't think so. Come on. No. He had the silks and she was throwing the shirts around the closet. They didn't have deodorant? (laughs) Well, maybe then, but. Wasn't deodorant like, and I still think you can buy it today where you, it's like a tub. Yeah, you can make your own deodorant. And like, just put it on. You can make your own deodorant, like all natural. Yeah. So, so so I was reading this book. I can't remember what the book was called, but it's something, maybe it's like 2000 years in a day or something. And it just goes through. All of the changes that we have implemented as humans since we started to to now, so it's it's a it's a really it's a really good book. But they talk about time and how time became standardized, basically. And I think, don't quote me on this, but I think it started with trains and train schedules. Wow! And they use the example of in England, it was. I, I think it's called Greenwich Central Time, Greenwich Standard Time. But it's so so certain trains were on that time schedule. And then there were other trains in the country that were on different time schedules. And so England was like, this is ridiculous. We all need to be on the same time. So they started implementing just one time that all the trains would run off of. And so then through that, they started creating like a time centralized zones. time. I don't know if that's where it started, but I kn- but I know that that had something to do with like because it used what to run on three different things. Was this all? Uh, probably like the mid eighteen hundreds with like trains. Wow. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. Also, I should read that book again. It's really good. That's like in the Sapiens book. It sounds similar to what had happened with currency. Yeah. Currency was a big thing. They had to standardize it. Yeah. And because in all the markets, because currency at at one point was just like a blacksmith spending however long it needed to make just coins and coins and coins and coins. Well, and that's, yeah, but that's coins. Like so currency could be anything. It could have been yeah. shells. It was like they used to use all these like watched, salt and gold trade I've watched in Africa. That was all. To know yeah. you can, you can, uh, why is it? Why? Why is this? Um, you, I got this. You can. The fraud is coming up. You can. Copyrights coming up. You can forge is coming up. What's the word? What's the word? Counterfeit. Counterfeit. 
<laughs> Fraud, forge, copyright. Copyright. Counterfeit. Yep. Webster's Dictionary. Counterfeit. You could counterfeit money. based on, and it was like even uh, old like um, Armada coins mm. based on the force applied to in, in bezel. In bevel? In, in bezel. In bed. In, no, it's like the... In, the no, it was like the the word to like yeah through force create a design yeah that's embezzle no, no embezzle is steal steal money in bevel no. bevel a, a bevel no it's in... like I'm telling you there is it's not <laughs> is that in what it bed is? it's like a it's like to, a frilly, like it's to a print really word to print whatever okay. This is what bothers me about when these moments come up for me is I don't know why there is a frozen moment and then after it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I get just so like stuck and then it's like I can't think to save my life. That's okay. I can't think of the words. You got to keep pushing. I don't think it's in bed imprint i'm telling you i'm looking this up okay i'm looking up I'm, it's gonna be like embezzle or something that's not that is not it though no, i know it's not in um, just gonna look up two yeah can you like talk about stuff while i'm doing this so i don't well you're talking the about the standard build. of currency standardizing currency which was very interesting i was watching that's it i'm on bevel we got to you got to give me some time here. That is not, that can't be right. I was watching this, I guess it was just like a short clip about like counterfeiting money. And at one point there was somebody that was running this like huge operation. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to think if it was, if it I'm going to sound so dumb when I listen in, back to this. <laughs> turned into a I film. got a 26 on my ACT. Okay. A 26. Nice. My ACT. Didn't take the SAT, so don't ask me. Okay. And they went what? through. Okay. So they went through just how in depth it is to counterfeit like U.S. money now. It's crazy. There's all these different layers that you have to do when it comes to the bills, you know, because everyone wants to do hundred dollars because that's the you know the most like bang for your buck, so to speak. I think it's beveled coins. Okay. So not embeveled. Right. That's why I thought embezzled. Okay. And then. Embeveled coins? Really? I thought so. Is it? Is that what Google said? No, it's beveled. Oh, beveled. But because I thought embossed or. Oh, embossed. Yeah. Is embossed? That's a word. You got to just, you got to push yourself, you know? Yep. One thing I don't understand is maybe it's these moments like this where it's someone who has that, you know, a, a more, a plethora of vocabulary. I've got to do some recovery here on my vocab. A plethora of vocab that when you don't say something right and they're just like, oh, no, it's this. And they give you that word. That's how you grow your vocabulary. Because that's if you growing really up think with about my it, father. Huh? That was growing up with my dad. Yeah, like if you really think about it, after schooling, 
what would ever bring you to like reading really getting after building your vocabulary reading but you okay yeah yeah i should should do that more i just i start books and then it's like i just start to get like a feel for the author's tone i'm like Maybe audiobooks is the way to go. I'm not connecting with it anymore. I did do that for a little bit. I love audiobooks. Then I start to get kind of, you know, I get into that. And then I'm like, and then I start noticing I'm zoning out more and more. And I'm like, oh, God, I just. Then you got to go back because you don't remember what they said. Three minutes. Yeah. (laughs) How do we get here? Yeah. It's the short attention span, the generation of short attention spans. Can I've you been, sit down and read a book for like hours? The be, the beginning of one, yeah. You just can't end one? I never, you know what? I have the entire Harry Potter books. If you tell me you haven't read them all. I haven't read them all. Because I start... Which ones have you read? I start reading the first one and then I just read I can't like... I you haven't read them all. Why is that such a big thing? Oh my, you grew up in the age of Harry Potter. Is Harry Potter like still a, a, a pretty big milestone? Well, not when you're 26, when you're like 11. Well, that's the thing. So I got it more <laughs> I got it more recently when I was like, I'd say a couple years ago. It was actually a gift. I was living with my brother at the time and he was like, dude, you got to like get a hobby or something. You got to read something. Because football here. Ended, I was like, okay. Here's a book series meant for like, 11 here, to 16 year olds. Yeah, pretty sweet deal on <laughs> Harry Potter books. So I started reading, I'm like, what am I doing? But it'd be worse if I was 26 reading like Twilight. So it is, it's not as bad as it could get. That's fair. But I was reading The Sorcerer's Stone and even just like he sat in traffic stroking his chin. And good for J.K. Rowling to put that much detail in it. But I'm, I'm sitting there reading. I'm like, oh, this is going to take forever. Like she adds so much detail. Really? I think there are so many more. Not really. Oh. You know that first book she wrote? For you know, like nine-year-olds to read. No, this was the other thing. I started to pick. I started to like project my own way of how I perceive the world into what I was reading, mm-hmm. and I quickly realized. Um, I think Harry Potter's an asshole. <laughs> okay. And Ron should have never kept hanging out with him. Okay. Seriously. If you really die, if you really go into the the first few, like the troll and then the three headed dog, Ron was just always like, I guess the only one he read was the first one. I guess he's like, I guess we'll go do this. And he just got pummeled every time. And then Hermione, why did she keep because here's here's what I started to realize about Harry. He not only made Ron get just his ass beat whenever they had a challenge but he was also the guy that would wait forever to finish a project and then just have Hermione do it all like if it weren't for Hermione and Ron yes Harry wouldn't be he wouldn't be shit right like no that's that's he true someone literally doing his homework for him and someone who took all of the punches all because this is wand, so interesting. His wand lasted a little bit longer against thou who shall not be named. That's the he, only reason. He. I I just, I, I couldn't get behind it. I was like. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm sure there's a really good thesis about that. Yeah. And then lo and behold. Did you know there's college classes around up, Harry Potter, which is. 
Who ends up together? Amazing. Hermione and Ron, the two people who should have never put up with Harry as long as they did. What was the hype around Harry? What, what was it? He, he was the chosen one. Yeah, he had, he uh, yeah, two friends chose to hang around too too <laughs> too long. That that's what it was. He Another was... missed opportunity. The hat could have been way funnier. <laughs> that was the other thing. I remember reading that like that hat could have ripped into these kids. He does in but, other books that you haven't read. The sixth one, he has a really important song. Five's the thickest. Five, Harry gets really annoying. He gets really self-centered and irritating. Oh, really? Yeah. I, heard, I read that in one. Well, it's more evident in five. But I get it. You know, Harry, he lost his parents. You know, you got to... He grew feel, up with a terrible... Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Bad family life. Yeah. I can't believe but, you haven't read them all. But, Have you seen all the movies? Yeah. Okay, well, that's not the same. It was sad when Snape, he passed. He was the, he was the dude. Yeah. Snape was the dude. Yeah, there's Sounded a lot of, like there's a lot of different views on him, Squidward. honestly. <laughs> Wizard. Oh, what amazing casting though. Yeah. Alan Rickman. Or Malfoy, he can Rest only be a peace. bad guy moving forward. <laughs> With a name like that. Well, no, the, the actor, like Anytime you see him in a movie. Tom Felton? Bad guy. I haven't really seen him in a lot of things after this, actually. The Ron Weasley actor, he was in some Netflix show. Yeah. I don't know if you ever watched that. He was also in an Ed Sheeran music video. That's because they look alike. Yeah, as an Ed Sheeran lookalike. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Good for Hermione, you know? Yep. What's her name? The actress? Emma. Watson. Emma Watson. You know the last movie I saw her in? Beauty and the Beast? No, um, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, yeah. Yep, with Percy Jackson. <laughs> Logan Lerman. Cool. Percy Jackson. Oh, God, I can't wait till they remake that. Those movies were so bad. They were good. Did you? The you movies? serious? Oh, my I God. I those movies. Which one? All of them. How many were there? Two that I saw. Was there a third? Hermes? His little, his little shithead son had the lightning bolt <laughs> in his shoebox. Did you read the whole series? James Bond was in it. The The original James Bond was the, the horseman. No, Poseidon. No. Yes. No. Wait. Yes. No, the new James Bond. That wasn't him. That was a different actor. Yeah, there's... You know Pierce how many... Bronson. Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. He was the... Oh. No, he was Zeus. No, he wasn't. Was he was the Liam... teacher horseman. I'm telling you, because it was. I was like James Bond, nice legs, because it was. They were horse legs. Chiron, uh, Chiron. No, when I was. Uh, Did I you mentioned... read the series? No. Growing up, you didn't read them. No, I... Oh, I was so. Hold on, we have to pause for a second. I was so, so into that series, and then there were three spinoff series. I read every single one of them. It was. I, I was. The Rick only Riordan. series I ever there were two series I really got into Magic Treehouse. I I'm not even gonna count that because those Why? were just like because that was like in the series of books where like you couldn't really read anything else at the time because <laughs> of the like reading level. Well, <laughs> and that that series stressed me out. You put me in a dinosaur <laughs> land. I'm not having fun as a kid. That's terrible. Oh yeah, I have to worry about being picked up by a pterodactyl. Hey, sister, let's keep coming back here. No. 
But <laughs> the two series I really got into, series of unfortunate events. Okay. Because those damn kids couldn't catch a break. No, I know. The doorknob exploding. Oh, it was so bad. Why would and you ever movie, go into a house that had like I two was scared of the I know. I was that movie scared me so much when I watched it. Like the original one, the original movie. Oh, when the the snakes with Jim Carrey around the reptile house and everything. And then the the whatever was in the water that ate the lady. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. With the fog and the yeah, leeches. Yeah, they the, get all the oh, leeches out. Oh, yeah. That's, t- oh, terrified. And yeah. the Duke kept coming back all the time. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, no. That was, I and was scared port- of that movie forever. Yeah. I don't even think I would watch it now. Yeah, I wasn't scared of it. I just remember <laughs> thinking, just have like a couple <sighs> brain cells just to know not to go into that house. But they had no choice. It was the only people that would take care of them. Yeah, I was sad. And that poor, and they, you know what? They always flashed back to the mansion. Yeah. That got burned down. That was the saddest thing. It was. At least they had each other. And so it was a series of unfortunate events and then the Sedgwick Chronicles. Yeah. With the invisible fairy, like, frog things. I've heard of it. I didn't, I never got into it, though. Oh. So. It hooked me. Is there movies? Yeah. For that? Yeah, I feel got, like I've yeah. seen... You know what? why I liked it like so much? Clips the way it. they made the books were like hardcover. And How they many like books in each of those the, the pages series? so it looked like old timey? Oh, nice. There were five. Okay, five. You know what book I actually read a lot of but didn't finish it? Aragon. You never finished that series? I liked Aragon. I finished the entire series. Aragon was good. I have it. Do you want the book? You can re- you can finish reading it. The first that, book is the best one. That book got me. Oh, it's so good. That the movie was me. terrible. Did you know that there's like a like there's a do call think, to remake that into a TV show, which you, I think is a great idea. So that okay. movie was terrible. Yeah, I don't I haven't heard about the call. No. <laughs> Called arms. You got really pumped. <laughs> I like that series called The Inheritance Cycle. Pete's Dragon, the Pete's Dragon, Pete's the the Green Dragon. Do you yeah. think that's like Aragon? Uh, I've never thought or about Aragon that. Aragon was built off of because that's an older story. Yeah, Pete's Dragon, the Green Dragon. No, but did you know that Christopher Paolini graduated college at fourteen and he actually wrote the entire series before he turned twenty? Wow, which is crazy. And he, it's like a real language whatever what? that language is he oh, like created that, that language too pretty cool I should probably get a tattoo of aragon tolkien-esque language. i don't remember it you know i mean it is kind of just a rip off of what pete's dragon Lord of the Rings. james and his purple crayon do you remember that show <laughs> no was it james <laughs> you know <laughs> you never watched the show no where it was this kid he would just walk around drawing stuff with his purple crayon no no. Oh, I love that show. I'm so creative. Did you ever watch Clifford the Big Red Dog? Of course I did. Oh, so good. It was always way too short and had way too many commercials. Yeah. PBS. You remember old school PBS? I never liked Arthur. Okay. I never I never liked, liked Arthur. Really? I did. I just Did you ever see like Reading Between the Lions? You know what I could never get behind? Did you watch that, that show? That hat would never stay on that kid's head. One of his friends wore a hat <laughs> and I didn't like how it was just so impractical. <laughs> The one with the backwards hat? Yeah. Oh, I can't with remember. With a little tuft who... of hair. <laughs> I can't remember. It would never stay on. But I liked Hey Arnold. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Weird looking face. And hair. 
Well, that will her, yeah. Did you ever watch Reading Between the Lions? No, I didn't. Oh, great. That was great. Was that with the little girl and the goofy lion? Or that was Bertleby or B? Yeah, I don't think that was it. Like Reading Between the Lions, it was all like puppets in a library. And then there were little like animated clips of like learning words. And there's this one called Cliffhanger. Okay. And his name was Cliff hanger and he was always hanging from a cliff and he never got off the cliff wow and there's always this like song that went along with it and every time you'd think he'd get off the cliff you know like he'd find a tree or a rope or like he'd call for help and then it would just never kind of like gilligan's island right you always think that they're gonna like get off the island but they never do and it was is this was like the foundation for that harry potter puppet youtube video hermione (sighs) Great. Ron, Ron. Ron. Ron Weasley. Right. I watched that way too many times in Same. college. We could probably do the whole thing. Um, we're not. But we could. Not. I can't. Okay. Tonight. That was. Wow. Yeah. What a trip down memory lane. How fun. Yeah, that was fun. So. I wasn't. Reading to increase vocabulary would be a good idea. Maybe I should just buy the dictionary. Just get a couple chapters down. Yeah, you who can't Today, even get read... through Harry Potter, you're going to read the dictionary. Yeah, because that's like useful in my nonfiction life. I guarantee you're going to get bored by the time you get to like I don't think A, I would. B. I don't think I would because as soon as I would get bored, I would start doing the thing where you just flip to a random page. I tried to do like the word of the day. I would suggest that. just reading. What? I would suggest just reading. Yeah, the dictionary. But other than the dictionary. I wanted at one point to look up the word of the day and use it throughout the day. My mom does that. Still? Yeah, she does. Today. Like today she implemented the word of the day. She does. Yeah, she's done it for a while. Come on. How good at it is she? Oh, I don't know if she implements it, but she reads it every day. Today's word of the day was incumbent. Oh. The holder of an office or ecclesiastical benefice. Wow. One that occupies a particular position or place. You are the incumbent of the second microphone. Yeah. Check. Nice. Got today done. So, relationship-wise, I I don't know how we're here other than I resisted, 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 and then finally realized how to go about a relationship the right way in terms of if you keep pushing them away, and something brings them back. It's meant to be. The day I knew, I'm half kidding, but there is something to that because it's like, if you every day wake, if you're like, I had been with people in the past where I would wake up and I would throw in a little bit too much spice of, I just want to be liked. Mm-hmm. And then as time you know, developed, 
you can't keep up with that. It's not a foundation. Life doesn't facilitate you being liked. Yeah. Makes it very difficult to sustain that. But there was one night where I, I walked away. And then after I did that, I realized how I was like, wow, this really affected me. I think I might really like this person if I'm this affected by doing something that I regret doing. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been a slow build. And then that's the other piece of it is I'm not looking to plunge Mm-mm. into any water of like, this is what we are. Yeah. This is how it needs to be. This is where we're headed. Because we keep things kind of match up nicely, you know? Yeah, they have been. Yeah. Just today, what did I learn? I learned not to helicopter a dynamic. Yeah. Was that a powerful text you got? Yeah, it was. Did you like that? I did. I was like, that's that's a good way of summing up our conversation and your insight and thoughts on it it's like because you know what made me think of that is i think getting a little serious here i think i i in the past i've put so much effort into making sure that i've got like such a good hold on the perception of a of any given moment because if somebody chooses not to like me or if someone doesn't like me And I'm at least aware of like what happened or what went wrong or I did everything I could to kind of guide and influence the liking. Mm -hmm. But if there's one thing that's kind of come out as a common theme with you and I is one, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And the second thing is we almost have this, at least I guess on my end, a reinforcement of if we do our own thing and then we come back together and then whatever is developing when we come back together, that's what makes relationships fun. It's when you can kind of shed everything, go be productive, develop your life, come back and then still really, really enjoy spending time with that person. But when you spend all your time trying to like have an idea of what each other's worlds are going to look like when you're not together, then you don't even get to enjoy that. You do have a lot in common when you come back together Mm -hmm. because you're still stuck on this like force track one thinking of like, I knew you were doing this. Let me guess. You probably thought that like, no, it's exhausting. Yeah. So then when I texted that, I kind of like just threw caution to the wind. Like, you're going to do what you're going to do today. I'm going to work. And we're going to come back together and we'll, you know, have fun hanging out. Make dinner and do a podcast. Make dinner, do a podcast. So that was kind of a, a learning lesson for me today, which seems redundant. By saying learning lesson. Lesson learned. So what are your thoughts? 
on that whole monologue. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I think that it was very uh, insightful the way you said helicoptering a dynamic because realistically, even though we don't probably want it to shift too much, the dynamic like will change just ever so slightly based on uh, like environment or, you know, experiences recently, you know, like if we're having a bad day or if we're having a great day, like the dynamic might change a little bit. So I don't think it's a bad thing to look at it a little bit critically and see like if there's something that needs to be addressed, we can address it. But if it's just, you know, something that kind of came up and it's like, I'm just, you know, maybe you're feeling sick or something like that. And it's just a but kind of a different shift. Before we took the step into being exclusive, you even said something about in past relationships, something that you used to do, but you kind of actively don't do mm-hmm. now is being with somebody doesn't mean lifelong when you're still in very early stages now it's yeah exciting to think about that being the case right everybody wants more time built up with the person they're gonna spend their life with but that takes a lot of pressure off of like you know, something that popped in my head the other day was today isn't forever. And that just kind of like, yeah, allowed me to step out of, I think sometimes me and maybe other people do it is that analytical part of my thinking kicks in and I'm like, okay, you compound this. Oh, good Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this going to look like in a year two, five, ten 10 years from now? But today isn't forever. Like, that's never the case. Yeah. There's so there's constant change. And so I guess is it I don't know. Is it helpful not to put the pressure on a relationship to think like we have to get to this certain time? And when does that become like is that ever something that gets valued? I I've, I've never really known where to think about those kind of things. Which is probably why those relationships did end, you know? Yeah. Another thing with that. Yeah. So, so not thinking like this is forever. This is, I guess you could, it's kind of how you look at it, I guess. I don't. Yeah. In the past, that's something that I used to do. Whereas like, okay, well, this is it. Like this has to be it. This is done. Right. And it almost, you look back on it and be like, you know, that may not have been the best way to look at it because now you're like, well, it didn't work out. It wasn't it. So then how do I view the relationship? Was it a waste of time? Was it, you know, just, oh, well, there's, there goes two years, three years, you know, whatever, all those experiences are gone versus looking at it as like, that was a then and this is a now and I can take everything that I learned from that experience and, you know, move forward with the new person I am or with the new person I'm with. And then the other thing is that if you're in a relationship, the more you talk about the relationship and the dynamic and what's going on, the less fun the relationship becomes. You said you said your mom told you that. My mom told me that. That was like a light bulb for me. I'm like, yeah. 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 It's about just, you know, enjoying enjoying the time. It's not like 
having to dissect it and think about like, you know, like you said, you know, what are we, is this the stage we need to be at? Is this like, you know, what, what are the next steps, right? Where's the checklist that we need to be going off? Like, for example, like we're not really on any timeline with certain things with us dating, like, you know, other things, meeting friends, meeting family, you know, doing all of these things. It's just yeah. like, it'll happen when it happens. And I'm so two things not concerned about you, the timeline of it. You and I know that we could talk forever and I hope that we, we do a lot of these, I think, <laughs> since... Um, you know, I haven't heard from Max in a couple weeks. Yeah. He's got some, he's working on some things in his life. Yeah. And, you know, we, you're close now. Yeah. Very close. You walked here. I did. Uh, so we can kind of cap this puppy off. That's the first thing. The second thing, well, actually, so three things so that the second thing is another reason i want to stop it is because it's getting hot in here yep and the ac is off because i don't i didn't want it to pick up noise yep but it's getting hot 78 degrees so we got to get this thing going and the third thing is a running joke between you and i that people need to know is you have to be limited in how many hot dogs you eat. <laughs> and I was just thinking, we went to the Cubs game the other day, and it was really funny because every time there was a hot dog guy. So it started because it was like a couple months ago, we, we went to Costco together. I think it was the first time we went to Costco together. And you were like, oh, we got, like you said it so like, like in your, because you don't have a Costco membership, so you were in Costco and it was like you were at like, a Chuck E. Cheese. Like you're not always gonna go to a Chuck E. Cheese, but when you're there, you're like, oh, we gotta get this there. I know that they've got this there. And so we're going through the checkout, and you're like, oh no, hold on, before we go, let me get a hot dog. And I was like, <laughs> when you had first said it, I was like, please tell me this isn't like a normal dietary decision. Like, you know, there's a hot dog close, so you gotta get it. And you're like, no, it's just Costco. Like they've got really good hot dogs. I'm like. Okay, maybe. Because you're in Costco. You don't go to Costco often. So you get the hot dog. And then you're like, but you got to eat something. So I was like, I don't want a hot dog. Which You actually got the last I one. I got the last one. Yeah, they didn't have any more. And then I was like, just give me, okay, what sounds better than a hot dog chicken? And I ended up getting the bread chicken. What's it called? Oh, it's the, like a uh, chicken bake. Chicken bake. Yeah, chicken bake. And I was like, oh, that's got to be a, like a healthier decision. It's chicken oh, opposed God. to processed hot dog and it ended up being like a foot long hot pocket yeah with little bits with of chicken in cheese, it it was literally just bread than was, a hot pocket yeah it was literally just bread and, and sauce i made the, the bad move so after that then a couple more times you brought up how much you love hot dogs and i just decided every time you bring it up to say hot dogs should be outlawed i used to eat cold hot dogs like i'm not ashamed to say oh, i would i would never eat I would them cold through hot dogs so i'm not saying never have i ever yeah but we were at the cubs game and you just kept being like <laughs> i did get one hot dog at the beginning of the you game did. and and you actually you kind of felt i'm like get a get a hot dog yeah like, well, i was like I'm can i kidding. i really want to get one can i get one but you said okay it was joking yeah we're not gonna become no i was this yeah, like was, domineering no. may i no 
it was the joke because i agreed okay it was the joke because you can't stand them and i love hot dogs and here's my only issue with them never i ended up paying for the entire thing that we got because i got a hot dog and i didn't want you to buy me a hot dog is that why yeah oh i thought you just were like oh since through you were at the game i got this i thought yeah i mean that too no i mean i i would say that as well but oh yeah also the the only issue i have with hot dogs is Never have I ever eaten a hot dog and felt good processing it. Oh, I that's so it's sad. Just, it just sits <laughs> and then I just feel nasty. Well, the thing without the game is you've got the people walking around with the beer and the hot dogs. And so every time Here's the one thing though. There'd be somebody walking with a hot dog, you, I would just perk up like Okay. Get another hot dog. <laughs> Here's the one scenario I would eat a hot dog. You always commented on it. So Outside funny. Outside of like if there were hot, if there, if all I had to eat was hot dogs, I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't eat them without a bun. But your standard hot dog, two, two. So I'll add one. Two scenarios I'd eat a hot dog. Okay. One, I hadn't been in Chicago in a while, and it's a classic, fully loaded Chicago dog. Okay. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's like in a deep dish. Yeah. The second thing, second time is for some reason. The only other hot dog that is appealing to me are those like classic smushed up aluminum foil where the bread is basically just like a handhold version of the hot dog. Like it's just so smushed the the sesame seed buns. It's so smushed in the aluminum foil. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like bad carried hot dogs at a ball game. Yeah. Like where it doesn't look that appealing, but the bun looks like it might as well be like a baseball hold. Right. That's the other hot dog I would eat. But you didn't get a hot dog at the game. I know because I was. Still but you would over have. What about camping? One. You wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't eat hot dogs camping. I would eat brats without cheese in them. Brats are good. I like brats. Brats are more. good. Yeah, brats are great. Except when they explode in your face. Well, it's just cooking them poorly. Like when they're just ready to pop. Brats over the fire, hot dogs over the fire big, is one of my favorite. You got a big brat in your face and it just explodes in your face. You favorite I mean? meals. Yeah, hot dog jokes. So that's funny. I just had to. I had to tell people. Yeah. We got a. We got like a hot dog inside joke. Yep, we do. I think the funniest part of. That whole game was just every time I would look around, you would always have some type of comment of like, don't talk to the man. No, it was leave the hot dog man alone. (laughs) (laughs) You know, as a kid, I had a Fisher-Price grocery shopping set with all the plastic foods. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took the hot dog out and we went to Disney so it's so weird that I've got this like long standing. You have a thing with hot dogs. Yeah. You have a vendetta. And I was in Disney and it no. was this little hot dog and I would go up to people and just go, hot dog. Hot dog. What? That's all I would do. How old were you? Maybe kindergarten. So you're like, Maybe. Five, like five years old? Maybe. Preschool or kindergarten. So you had a plastic hot dog that you took. Yeah. It was, see that picture of me in a vest? Yeah. That kid. Oh. Was the hot dog kid. 
Hot dog. You would just go off to people? Hot dog, yeah. What'd your parents think? They loved it. So you brought your plastic hot dog food from Illinois. Yeah, to Disney. To Florida. Yep. To go around and just... Put it in people's faces and go hot dog. And what did the people do? Oh, they got a kick out of it. I was just the, the cutest kid. Well, you're a cute kid. Hot dog. <laughs> yeah. Do you still have it? No. I thought you were going to say you were going to like throw it at something. No. I. You saved it. It was a presentation thing. Oh. Hot dog. So yep. that's where the microphone came in. Always From having something? Always having, yeah. Oh, something to present? Yep. Hot dog. Well, I'd get a tattoo of like a classic clip art dog. No. No? Okay. Not even like a... I mean, it's your body. You know it's what I mean? your tattoo, I suppose. You can see it though. Like a hard line outline. Some good shading on the bun. Make it look like it's in the light. Sesame's. Only one get swirl the, of pop, mustard. Get the poppy Don't seed. Catch up on those puppies. Yeah, just poppy seeds. Yep. No, no poppy seeds. Clean bun. Oh, okay. Fresh bun. So not a true Chicago. Nope. Hot dog. <laughs> okay. Nice. Time to turn the AC on. Little timestamp here. It is 11.15 p.m. <laughs> July 7th, 2021. I'm here with Allison. That's A L Y S S O N, not A L L Y S O N, A L Y S S O N. Or any other ways that it's spelled. Yep. Miss Wonderland. <laughs> and it's Curtis with a K. And I am at a point where I do make it a point at Starbucks to always say with a K. Until next time. Good night.